This call is being recorded. Good morning. Good morning. And all the time, God is good. How are you this morning? Okay. Good. This is Brother Jonathan. Good morning, good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to Declared Victory. Um, If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Same to you. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Good morning and happy Friday and welcome to Declared Victory. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane, and happy Friday. Happy Friday, David. Thank you, thank you. Hey, good morning, nephew. <laughs> good morning. Is that Aunt Beauty? Yes, it is. Good morning, uh, happy Friday. Good morning, happy Friday. Thank you, thank you. Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Good morning, Pretty Patrice, and happy Friday. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. It's Sister Julia. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Sister Julia, and happy Friday. Happy Friday to everyone. Thank God for waking us up this morning. Amen. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Friday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy, and happy, happy Friday. Good morning and happy Friday, and welcome to Declared Victory. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Could I put a prayer for myself? Yes, Sister Julia. My body's so tired. I've been doing too much, but I love what I do. Thank you. Amen. Absolutely. We'll be in prayer. Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to Declared Victory. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Or if you have prayer requests, please uh, put them in. 
Good morning, perfect, and happy Friday. Good morning and happy Friday. Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to Declared Victory. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to Declared Victory. It's a beautiful morning, April the 17th. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning, family. It's Nurse and Nikisha. Happy Friday. Good morning and happy Friday, Nurse and Nikisha. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We had two people. Good morning. This is Brother Will. Good morning, Brother Will. Happy Friday. Good morning, Declare Victory family. This is Rochelle. Happy Favor Friday. Amen. Good morning and happy Favor Friday. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Declared Victory. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. We're going to get started here uh, shortly. All right, good morning, and happy Favor Friday. Um, We're going to go ahead and get started here. If there's anyone that wants to get a laugh, Good morning, and please do so before we begin. All right, all right, all right. Well, it's that time. It's Friday, and here on Declared Victory, you know what we say. It's Friday, it's Friday. we got to praise God on Friday. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello and good morning. My name is David. I'll be your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declared Victory. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed, too. Today is Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Be sure to join us daily in April. This month's theme is entitled Expectations. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by a wonderful and gifted declarer. You will absolutely be blessed. All right, there's a couple of announcements today. Uh, Join us for Friday Night Live at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time by calling this same number. You will be blessed. The story titled uh, this evening is Time Up. Mm. Again, Friday Night Live tonight, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Calling this same number, and you don't want to miss this story. It's Time Up. All right, and if you have been blessed by the call, we also would like to encourage you to partner with Declared Victory um, in giving an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please give uh, visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash Declared Victory. Or you can also give on the cash app with the dollar sign, I Declare Victory. Um, we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. All right, there is one um, 
prayer request here on the app um, put in by Sister Gloria. Uh, she wants us to be in prayer for her friend, Debbie Gomes, who had a stroke yesterday and is in the hospital. So we want to be praying for her recovery, for Debbie's recovery. Um, and she also has sidosis, so we want to be in prayer for her um, stroke and her sidosis. Um, then we also had a prayer request spoken this morning by Sister Julia. Uh, we want to be in prayer for her body and just give her that energy to keep going. All right, so the order of the call today is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff, um, and then the declaration will be brought by Brother Tony Sandoval, um, and then followed by uh, comments, love, life, and victory by Tony Sandoval. Um, again, the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff, and the declaration will be brought by Brother Tony Sandoval, um, following, uh, which will be followed by closing comments. All right, here's your scripture for today to give you a little pep in your step, a little juice in your walk. Uh, Luke 8:40. When Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Amen. Lord, give power to the word, your word and add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of your word as well. All right, at this time, before we move forward, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off. With no further ado, I love you all. Happy Friday. I now pass the call to Brother Jeff. Brother Jeff, if you're praying, uh, we can't hear you. Um, all right. It doesn't look like Brother Jeff is on. Um, do we have any prayer warriors that would like to pray us out this morning? All right, um, I guess I'll go ahead and um, pray us in. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you thanking you for all of your great deeds and all the things that you do for us. Even in these trying times, we know that you're there for us and you've got our back. We thank you for every day that you've given us and everything that you've given us, giving us a health and a sound mind and a strong body to continue going forward, Lord God. We ask that you help uh, Sister Julia and give her the strength that she needs to go through day by day. We have a lot for her to do, Lord God, and we know that we want to keep her strong, Lord God, in you. We also want to pray, Lord God, for Debbie Gnomes, who recently suffered a stroke, that we just ask that you bring your healing power to her, Lord God, and you just give her that comfort that she needs as she goes through this time, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you've given us and all that you are doing for us, both the seen and the unseen, Lord God. And as we thank you for your blessings, we also ask that we be forgiven of any sins of omission and commission to anyone, Lord God, because we know uh, we can't be forgiven ourselves unless we forgive, too. So we ask, Lord God, that we check our hearts and our minds, Lord God, for anything that we have 
in us that is unforgiving towards others or ourselves during this time, Lord God. We ask that we just be renewed and replenished in you, Lord God, and that we seek that refuge in you, Lord God, and we know that you will provide for us, Lord God. You will give us the, the healing that we need, and you will give comfort to those that seek comfort, Lord God, who need that comfort, Lord God. You will give wisdom to those who seek that wisdom and need that wisdom, especially now, Lord God. We ask that you just continue to work with us both on the inside and outside as we go through our walk with you, Lord God, to perfect us and make us stronger and better in you. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you do, Lord God. And as we begin to take our phones off mute, we're going to praise you and lift you up because you do some amazing stuff for us. And we're just happy, happy, happy to be able to serve every day, Lord God. We thank you for all Hallelujah, God. We bless your name. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your Thank you for your love and mercy, God. Thank you for looking beyond our thoughts, God. Being and being again, I need thank you for opening doors that nobody can close. Thank you for your favor being on our lives, Lord. We thank you for life and life abundantly. We thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord. We thank you for the Thank you for taking on right hand. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We are amazing. Hallelujah to your name. In the name of I lift your name. We exalt your name. Thank you, Lord. 
you worthy Silver or gold, I do not have. 
But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the, as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Today's uh, declaration is entitled, God's Stimulus Package. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this morning, God, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you just communicate your word directly from your lips, Father, Lord. I pray that you are increased, Father, Lord, and that I am decreased, Father, Lord. I pray that you speak your message loud and clear, Father, Lord. I pray that I may not get in the way of what you have to say this morning, Lord. And I pray that your message may cut directly to our hearts, Father, Lord. It may directly pierce uh, our hearts, Father, Lord. And I just pray that you may be the center of attention here this morning, God. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, recently, uh, what's uh, kind of been a hot commodity has been uh, disinfectant wipes and cleaning supplies and Lysol and all these different things that we need to kind of disinfect and clean uh, the home uh, that's been kind of flying off the shelves recently. And recently, me and my wife made a run and we had to make a run to go pick up some cleaning supplies. Uh, she has been looking for uh, Lysol and Lysol spray specifically just to kind of disinfect things with this whole thing with COVID-19. We've been trying to be uh, really, uh, really adamant about cleaning things and disinfecting packages and stuff that's come. And she checked and she she saw that on uh, online. Uh, it said that there was a couple of Lysol bottles uh, at a store. So we're like, all right, let's get in the car. Got to get there before everybody takes. <laughs> so we left in the morning, uh, super early in the morning, and we went to go try to pick up these uh, Lysol cleaning bottles. And as we were pulling into the thing, um, we just started praying. Um, and we're like, you know, God, you know, we, we need these Lysol bottles. We're really down on uh, cleaning supplies. We use this all the time. And I just really hope and pray, Lord, that you just supply these bottles. And I think we were praying for like one or two bottles. Like, uh, I mean, that's all you can really take right now. Anyway, they won't let you take any more. So we prayed in the parking lot as we were pulling in. You know, just God, give us a couple bottles, you know, to last, uh, you know, a week or two. Um, and it was it was such a funny thing. We walked in there. Uh, we went to the cleaning aisle. And, I mean, there was there was like nothing. <laughs> Everything off the shelves was like gone. And there was just like wide open gaps on the shelves of things missing, gone. And there really wasn't a lot uh, to be had or really a lot to be bought. So we were looking around and where, where there should have been, you know, Lysol disinfectant bottles. There wasn't, there wasn't disinfectant wipes, and there wasn't like, you know, deep cleaners, and there wasn't like the Clorox sprays. I mean, everything was gone. And then as we kind of looked a little closer on the shelf where it shouldn't be, it was moved. Uh, it looks like someone picked it up and then put it back down. It was this little bottle. And then we picked it up and it said Lysol on it. And on reading the label, we realized that this wasn't just Lysol. It was Lysol concentrate. And that this little bottle of Lysol concentrate would make like 10 bottles 
of Lysol spray. So all you had to do was mix it in with some water and put it in an old spray bottle. And all of a sudden now you had Lysol disinfectant spray uh, to last a long time. I think it made something like five, 10 gallons or something like that. Like that's how much Lysol you could get out of this one little bottle. You know, here we were praying for two bottles of Lysol to last two weeks. And now we had a Lysol concentration bottle that would last for months. And it got, it got me thinking, getting into this message here today about expectation, about how God gives, about how God will amplify the gifts that he wants to give us. And that God doesn't really give us temporary blessings. And especially in this season, the season of expectation, the season of changing our expectation, the season of quarantine, the season of uh, hysteria, the season of fear, the season of being locked up in your house. <laughs> God doesn't give us temporary blessings in this season. What I really believe God wants to do is he wants to give us long-term solutions. You see, we were in need when we showed up to that store and we prayed for what we thought we needed. But God superseded our request, superseded our prayer for a couple of bottles for a couple of weeks. And he gave us above and beyond our normalcy. He gave us above and beyond that which we prayed for. And I really believe that in this season of expectation, in this season of amplified prayer, in this season of God outgiving what we ask for, that God is changing our definition of normal, that our defini definition of normal does not dictate God's abnormal way of blessing. Although the Bible, all through the Bible, God changes people's definition of normal. He replaces them with his blessings. He replaces them with his idea of normal, right? We often ask for pennies, but God is trying to outgive even our own prayers. He's trying to outgive even our own expectations in this season. And I believe that God is multiplying our prayer time, multiplying our, our, our asks, our questions. He's multiplying the things that we're asking for. And this is how God's stimulus package works. This is how God gives. This is how God gives us above and beyond what we think we need. And this is what I believe God is doing in our lives during this quarantine time, during this uh, COVID-19 situation, right? I mean, I, I feel like, you know, some of us are getting these checks, these these $1,200 checks and, and above uh, and some below, uh, the, the stimulus package, right? And, and I believe that we're, we're getting these these checks in the mail and stuff and, and that God is sending his own checks. Like God is sending his own stimulus, his own stimulus package, right? And that God is really out giving things. And, and the way that he's giving is substantially different from the way that we're asking. That's what I see. It's a pattern uh, of, of God in this season that I'm seeing, right? And some of us are praying for a $1,200 check, but that won't change your spending habits with that check. And some of us are praying that God change our spouse, but God wants to change how you treat your spouse. And some of us are praying for money, 
but God wants to move you into a new career that will give you more, right? God right now in this season is in the season of fixing your roots. God is fixing your root problems, your root solutions, your root situations, your root issues. He's not into treating our symptoms in this season. He's not into treating our symptoms in this season. God is trying to fix our roots in this situation. And to our story, in Acts chapter 3, about the lame man and Peter and John healing him. When I read this story and going through this story, this, this story is about one man's normal. It's about his sickness. It's about his handicap. It's about his lameness. That was his normal. His normal was to be carried each and every single day to the temple gate to beg for money, to beg for alms. This was his normal. Verse 2, now a man who was lame from birth all his life. This is all he knew. This is all he knew. And he even created this system of survival, this, this coping mechanism based on his normal. Walking is something that he never had. And I believe that God is changing our normal in these times. I believe God is resetting our space expectations of what he can do, of what he has for us. You know, this person sitting at the, at the temple gate, he, he built a coping mechanism where every day he built these systems where people would carry him, right? And the way that he even chose people to be in his life was based on what was wrong with him, right? And he would choose people that were strong enough to carry him, that were apt to carry him, that were able to have the time, that had the means to carry him each and every single day to the gate, right? So he needed them in his life because his life didn't work, right? I love you because you're crippled, right? You attract who need you to be crippled, right? They needed to be needed. I believe that in these times, God is redefining your expectations of him. God showed me through this story three ways. God wants us to change our expectations of him. Three ways that God wants to change our mindset and our normal and what we expect from God. Our prayers in this season need to be different. They need to carry more weight with them. They need to carry more. Uh, they just need to carry more with them because God wants to do so much more in this season because now we have the time to listen. And now we have the time to ask. And I believe that there's three ways we can pull from this story. And God wants to redefine that and change that in our life. The first one, the first way God wants to change our expectations of normal from God is healing over handouts. Healing over handouts. When um, James and John showed up to the temple, there was this man at the gate and he was asking for change. And Peter and John, or Peter said, look at me. And the man looked at him and the Bible says that he was excited. He looked over and he was excited because he thought that he was going to get some money. He had his cup in his hand, shaking it for change. And he thought that Peter and John were going to drop off a couple, um, you know, a couple quarters uh, in his cup. And Peter says, silver or gold, I do not have. God is not going to give you 
what you expected in this new season. So I think that we need to change our mindset. He's not going to give you what we are expecting in this new season. He didn't ask the disciples for healing. I think that's important. Acts is is a really interesting chapter because right before this, it shows how everybody was living in the temple and surrounding the temple. Everybody who believed in Jesus, Jesus was just crucified, and the Christian was the the Christian church was in its really early stages of building. They all lived together. They all shared their money. They all shared their wealth. They all shared their food. They all shared their, their lives together, and they lived in this temple with each other, in and around each other. That's how they lived. So there was a lot of Christians coming in and out. And this man undoubtedly had seen these people, these new types of followers of God, these Jesus followers, these Christians. And he would have seen the miracles that they've done and would have heard the miracles that Jesus did and would have heard the, the lore of Jesus Christ who was just crucified. He had heard the stories, the disciples and Jesus healing people, but he never asked for healing. And I believe that he never asked for healing because he didn't know it was possible. And a lot of us, we ask for handouts from God and we don't ask for the deepest parts of healing that will heal the symptoms of the things that we're asking for. He never saw walking as an option for him. And he wanted a temporary solution for a permanent problem. His normal did not include walking. And I wonder how much of our normal doesn't include healing. I wonder how much of our normal doesn't include the deep healing, cleansing, that God wants to do in your life. God wants to eliminate a multitude of symptoms in your life in this season. God wants to clear the slate in this season. God not just wants to put a, a couple of dollars in your bank account. He wants to change the way that you think, believe money is used for. He wants to change your spending habits. He wants to change your source. He wants to change uh, the way that you handle your money and responsible for your money. He wants to change your relationships in this time, how you think of your relationships, how you treat others, not just what they do to you, but how you treat other people. God wants to change the root causes of so much of what you want to do. He wanted a temporary solution for a permanent problem. His normal did not include walking. He wanted to be empowered. This man at the gate wanted to be empowered to feed his condition. To feed his condition. So many times we ask for help from other people and from God to feed our current condition, to feed our sickness, to feed our current situation. God, give me just a little bit of this so that I can continue living the way I do. God, give me just a little bit of a handout so that I don't have to change my mindset, so I don't have to change the way I do business, so I don't have to change the way I treat people, the way I talk to my spouse, the way I go to church, the way I think about you, God, so I don't have to change what happened to me, my my uh, 
my root causes of situations, you know, uh, you know, you ask for handouts when God is trying to give you healing, you know, and it takes courage. It takes courage to go where you've never been before. It takes courage to grow. It takes courage to get well. It takes courage to evolve. It takes courage to admit that you were wrong. It takes courage uh, to ask for forgiveness. It takes courage to look at what really happened to you as a child that's affecting the way that you act now. It takes courage to confront the way somebody treated you that still hurts you to, to this day. There are things in our life that still hurt us 10 years from, that happened 10 years ago. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years ago that are still hurting us, that still have an effect on our actions today, that still are hurting us, that still are affecting our decision-making process, that are still affecting the way that we believe God is going to give things to us, the way that God is going to give us. Healing over handouts, silver or gold, I do not have silver or gold. We ask for silver or gold. We ask for handouts. And what God wants to give us is healing. Healing over handouts. God is getting ready to do something in your life that you have no point of reference for. Just think about that for one second. God is, is ready and willing to give you something, to do something so dramatic and radical and powerful in your life that you don't even know how to ask for it. The Bible says that the, that the Holy Spirit is interceding for us in words of babbling, in words that we don't even know how to say. There's asking for things on our behalf that we don't even know how to ask for. That's healing. That's a deeper rooted thing that God wants to do and that you don't even know how to ask for. So my prayer this morning is that you start asking for healing over handouts, that you start asking God to change your expectation of how he gives is that we stop asking for the silver and the gold to go into the cup of our temporary situation. And we start asking for that deep healing that's going to change our reaction and expectation and change our permanent condition in our life. The second thing I believe God is getting ready to change in our life and that we can pull from this story is that we're going to choose challenge over comfort. Challenge over comfort. You know, I'm a, I'm a preacher by nature. I'm a preacher by blood. And when you get preachers together, uh, it, 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 it's awesome to see how things flow, right? Me and my pastor and a couple of my pastor friends, you know, when, when somebody says something and it's really profound and, and we, we say things like, oh, that'll preach. Oh, that's a whole sermon right there, right? And it's true that we can take these phrases and these stories and these things that people said and we can pull these whole sermons these whole sermons, these whole stories, these whole allegories, these whole um, metaphors, we can pull in from these things, right? And that how our first reaction a lot of times is to preach at people, is to lay hands on people. It's, it's, to, it's to create this whole metaphorical, beautiful thing and that how sometimes, a lot of times we won't even say anything because we don't have the right words to do it. And it's, 
hilarious to see that Peter and John, they didn't preach to this guy. They didn't hold a, a prayer meeting to help this guy. They never preached at him. They never prayed for him. They challenged him. They challenged the man at the gate. Peter says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. They challenged this man to do something which he never did before, which was impossible for him before, which by birth he had never done in his entire life. They challenged him. I mean, think about it, James. Uh, think about it from, from Peter and John's perspective, right? They're walking. They've seen how God has done amazing things. They felt the Holy Spirit come down uh, in the upper room, and they spoke it in tongues. And, and Peter was the first uh, evangelist where he spoke to thousands of people, where all of a sudden, tongue-tied Peter now was this great evangelist who was able to save uh, thousands of people in one soup. He had all this confidence and all this power in these words. He was the first model of what an evangelist and a preacher should be. If anybody had the right to speak words of healing over this person, it was Peter. And Peter went down the list, right? He used the right name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right? He declared the right name over this man, and he said the right things, but nothing happened. And I can imagine that split second in Peter's mind and in John's mind, we're like, oh man, we, what's happening? Nothing's happening. We use the right name. We use the right declaration, right? We spoke to his sickness, but nothing happened. Jesus had used those words. Uh, have you ever said all the right things? You prayed the right way. You prayed uh, incessantly use the right name in your declaration. You declared and proclaimed Jesus and the blood of Jesus over your situation, over your problems, over your things, over your, your, your marriages and your financial situations. And you prayed the blood of Jesus over COVID-19 and then nothing happened. And then nothing happened. I believe that God in this season is challenging us. I believe that God is challenging us, that our comfort level has been at a level where we speak the name of Jesus over things and into situations, and that's powerful. And I'm not downplaying that, and I will never downplay claiming the blood of Jesus and proclaiming the name of Jesus over your situations. And I would say that's immediately the first thing to do. But I believe that there's a second part, that after that, there's a challenge. There's a proclamation, and then there's a challenge. And what better person to model that for us than Peter? I love that Peter was there. Andrew wasn't there. Andrew and John weren't there. It was Peter and John. It was Peter, old, just water, walking on water, Peter, cussing people out, Peter, who was cutting ears off of people, Peter. This was the Peter who was radical, who was willing to do radical things for the kingdom of God. And in verse seven, he takes him by the hand and he lifts him up. Imagine the faith, the confidence to look down on this man who has never took a step in his life, who by his birth was crippled his entire life, who had never 
taken a step on his own validity in his entire life. And Peter takes him by the hand and lifts him up. I believe in this season there are going to be people that are going to lift you up. You need someone in your life that doesn't enable your own dysfunction. That doesn't enable your own dysfunction, but takes you from the hand and lifts you up. Who doesn't only proclaim the blood of Jesus over you. Who doesn't only keep you in their prayers. Who doesn't only check in on you through text. Who doesn't only lay hands on you, but who guides you by the hand. Who picks you up and says, you can do better. You deserve better. You see, that Peter's anointing was directed in the way that he challenged, not in the way he preached, not in the way that he spoke over this man's life. It was by his challenge, get up and walk. And then he coupled these actions with it. He lifted him up. When I read this, I, I, I started thinking about my own life, my own situation, and I realized that, that I'm, I'm really a collection now of who I am. I'm really a collection of people who took me by the hand and lifted me up. I am a collection of the challenges that people have put in my heart, that people have put on my life, the challenges that God has put in my life. I am a collection of the challenges, not of the comfort, not of my comfort level, but the best parts of me have been I've been taken out when I've been challenged, when my situation has challenged me, right? When my when my career has challenged me, right? When my spiritual life has challenged me, when God has challenged me, is when I have been built up the most. And I believe that in this season, God is getting ready to lift you up. God is really willing to to get you by the hand and lift you up and have you take a step in something that you've never done before. He is beginning to, to have you choose challenge over comfort. Challenge over comfort. The third thing we can pull from this is precision over power. Precision over power. As you read about this, uh, it says that the, the man's feet and ankles became strong. The man's ankles became strong. And the Bible was so specific, was so specific. The Bible could have just said he received strength and then he was able to walk. He received strength and then he leaped and jumped his way into the temple. He received strength, but he, it didn't do general, right? And, and the, the person who's, who's writing this is John. And John was, was a, a, a medical doctor. So he was really, really specific about the details. There was a lot of details in, in this book. And he was really specific about this. The men's feet and ankles became strong. Why feet and ankles? The Bible was so specific. And I believe that he received strength where he was the weakest. His feet and ankles. Precision over power. I believe that God is doing some precision work in this time. I believe that God is directing his power, not in a general sense. And sometimes our prayers are really general, right? God, help my finances. 
God, help my marriage. God, help my situation. Help God, help COVID-19 to leave me alone so we can get about the house. <laughs> Sometimes our, our, we direct God's power in a really general way. But God in this season, I believe, is directing his, his power in a precise, laser-guided way. That when you pray for finances, God is changing not only your financial situation, but your spending habits, the way you manage your money. I believe that when you pray for, for your marriage, that God is changing the way that you, that way that you uh, treat your spouse, through your words that you speak, your willingness to do things out of the ordinary to build that relationship even stronger, your understanding, your compassion. I believe that God is changing his power and directing it in such a precise manner in this time. The man's feet and ankles became strong. You know, so many of us have been held up by, by one place in our life, one place of weakness, one place of dysfunction. And this small portion of us is holding up our entire life, our entire situation, right? This small portion of ourselves, the fact that we struggle with this one thing, and this one thing is keeping us from the rest of our life is keeping us from entering in to the presence of God, is keeping us from really getting close to God, really getting into that next level of our career and our relationships and our situations, right? And it's not that God doesn't have the power. It's just that we haven't been still enough, quiet enough to get the precision until now. I, get, I believe that God will use the worst part of us to show the best part of himself. And I believe that God is doing that now in this season. I believe God wants to do some delicate work right now. I believe that he wants to get to the heart of the matter. He not only wants to treat our symptoms, our anger, our addiction, he wants to treat the root causes, our trauma, our pain, our childhood, our thought processes. God wants to change the root causes. He wants to do some, some, some delicate work, some, some really precise laser-guided work right now. And God is letting our lameness be displayed so our healing would be obvious. So our healing would be obvious. Our healing at the end of this, or lack thereof, will be obvious. When we get back into the world, when we get back to work, when we get back uh, where we can get into gatherings and in front of family and in front of our church family and in front of our friends and family, our healing will be obvious. People are going to say he was, he was different because, because as long as I've known him, he hasn't been a happy person. As long as I've known him. He had never been that positive before. As long as I've known him, he's always had an anger problem. As long as I've known him, he's always been bad with money. As long as I've known him, he's always been lazy. As long as I've known him, he's always been like this. But at the end of this, your healing will be put on display just like this man. Your level of healing will be put on display. What kind of work are you putting in? What kind of prayers you have? What kind of expectations are you having? Allow God to do some precise work. 
some precise work in your life, some precise work in your heart, in your situation. Healing over handouts, challenge over comfort, precision over power. You know, when I preach, and I'm getting to wrap up here, uh, it's getting close to the time, so I'll, I'll get ready to wrap up here in a couple minutes. But when when I preach, it, it usually comes in waves. It comes in pieces, right? So it, it comes in, a, I make it a phrase, I make it a word, I make it a Bible verse, I make it a Bible story, I make it a metaphor, I make it uh, one line, right? And from there, God kind of reveals it. The more I get in with God, the more I speak about it, the more I pray and ask God, the more God starts to piece things up, right? So it's kind of like this this puzzle, right? I may have this one piece. And all of a sudden, I have a quarter piece, and all of a sudden, I have this piece, and the corner piece, and this, and we start kind of drawing it in, and then I have this picture, right? But when I was reading this, it wasn't about putting together a sermon. I was feeding myself. I was allowing God to speak to me, and, and God uses pictures a lot, right? It's almost like a movie in my head, and God will show me different um different ways of looking at the text and different ways of looking at the story and sometimes he'll he'll show me um how it looked like from a specific character in the story right god uses these pictures and these stories to speak to me and it just seems so clear in my mind right i i, I don't claim to have the best memory in the entire world but when god when god speaks i usually remember what he says and the way he does it is he makes it so that I remember. <laughs> and he does it with pictures and he does it with stories and things. And, and the clearest picture I got in this story, the clearest picture was of this man. And God showed me his every day that the man who was sitting by the gate was healed. God showed me his every day before this, getting up, handicapped dragging himself around on his hands, not being able to move, not being able to take care of himself, not be able to clean himself, not be able to provide for himself. The clearest picture I got was this man day to day, living his whole life afflicted, dependent, broken. And every day he went to the temple and he was never allowed in. You see, in Jesus, in, in Jewish culture, you were not allowed in the temple if you were considered unclean. And you were considered unclean if you were handicapped, if you were afflicted, if you were sick. You were not allowed into the temple because surely if you are sick, you must have sinned. And you must have sinned, and that's why God's punishing you, and that's why God's allowing this affliction. You were not allowed into the temple if you were unclean. And every single day, he was placed outside the temple at a gate. Verse 2, it says, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Imagine this man every single day getting up, having to pay some of his coins that he got the last day to pay a couple of guys to carry him and leave him. At the gate of the temple, where the good guys go, where God is, where the holy men are, where the priests are, where the disciples are, where Jesus walked in and out of, where the good people supposedly are every single day to go there and never be allowed in the door. Never be allowed 
through the gate. You see, he was always outside, never in the temple. He was considered unclean. And the clearest picture I got from this was the sheer joy, not of his healing, but of his entrance into the temple. I imagine him sitting at the gate and he can hear them worshiping and he can hear them reciting the rituals and he can recite them gathering and laughing and praying. And him just, if only I can get into the temple and if only I can get that close to God, then I would be okay. And I would be okay. And immediately after he was healed, the Bible says that he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. And how many of us, Sunday after Sunday, Bible study after Bible study, have gone to church, but never really made it inside? How many of us have gone to the house of God and begged for scraps. Lord, just do this. Just give me enough money to last the week. Just give me enough joy to last the day. Just do this. Just do this much. Just give me this much. Just give me the scraps of what you have, God. How many of us have gone to the temple, to the house of God, with our hands out only to receive scraps? I believe with all my heart, that this man, what this man was most joyful about was not the miracle of walking. It was his final entrance into the temple, into the heart of God, the presence of God. And finally, he could get close to God. I believe that now is the time where God can finally get us in silence, in stillness, where he can give us healing, not hound outs. Where he can challenge us to be comfortable, not to be comfortable. And we can use his precision to mold us. I believe that this is the time where we can finally get into the temple. Where we can finally get close to God. Where we can finally stop asking for handouts because it was easier than dealing with our deeper rooted issues. I believe that this is not the season of scraps, that this is a season of permanent healing, that this is the season where we can finally really enter into the presence of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word today, God. Thank you so much for what you had to say here this morning, God. Thank you so much, God, for what you had to tell us, God, that you're doing works, that you're putting in work right now, God, Lord, that you're, you have a, a spiritual stimulus package for us, Father, Lord, that you're going to give us more far and abundant what we ask for, Lord, that you're not into giving your people scraps, Lord, that you're not into keeping people just at the gate, Lord, that you want people to come into your presence, into the closest part of your heart, Lord, where you will heal and speak and give us what we need not what we ask for, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your willingness to be with us, to heal us, to work on us, to not give up on us, God. I thank you for the goodness of your heart, God, the pureness of your, uh, of your intentions, God, the holiness 
processes in our life, God. I thank you and we praise you, God, for all these things in Jesus' mighty name, Father. Amen. Thank you so much, God, for, uh, thank you uh, so much, ladies and gentlemen, I should say, <laughs> for, uh, for sticking this out with me this morning, for being here with us this morning. Uh, I'm going to open up and we're going to continue into the next section, uh, uh, which is our Q&A. So I'm going to go ahead and open this up for any questions, any comments that you might have. So if you're on the other line, go ahead and unmute it. And uh, I, I am free for questions and anything that you have to say. I'm also here for prayer requests. If you need that, I will go ahead and do that. Listen here, nephew, before anybody jumps in, I want to come. I don't know if I want to hug you, punch you. I'm not <laughs> sure what we want to do right up in here. Listen, that little, that little woman you got over there that triggered something on the inside, sir. <laughs> you went so hard this year. I, Morning. You taught your face off, Tony. Thank you so much for your obedience. Um, the level of compassion that came through in your voice, in your delivery, was absolutely incredible. God bless you this morning. I love you. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate Amazing. that. Amazing. Thank you very much. So I think I'll, I'll hug you first. <laughs> and then I'll and then I'll choke slam you. We'll do it like that. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that. I appreciate the intention. Okay. <laughs> it, was, um, it was amazing. Yeah, Thank that you was very much. that was dope. Super hot. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Um, I agree with you. I think marriage has uh, triggered some stuff inside of me that uh, taking me to a different level. Oh, I should no, I should no, give no, her no no not think. You should you should go kiss her right now. She's dope. <laughs> tell, her, tell her Auntie Dion. Tell her Auntie Dion sent her one good hard down kiss and gave us some sugar. <laughs> yeah, I should I should tell you I need to give her props because I I had mm -hmm. all this done yesterday, but the intro mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason I did not give her the story. Now that I'm in trouble. And then I was telling her about it, and she's like, oh, remember this story? Use this story. And I'm like, okay, cool. You just wrote my whole sermon for me. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what wives do, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. Really well. I appreciate that. I'll let her know the kind words. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, nephew, I'm going to um, swing right. on to this Auntie Dee. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be don't – be, uh, Soccer me and my jugular this morning, but I thank you because you checked me. <laughs> <laughs> I got checked. I'm going to just say what you said because I was talking to me, talking about you praying for God to change yourself. God wants you to change mm. how you treat yourself. I'm going on mute. I got checked. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. Praise God. Sometimes we need, a, we need a spiritual checking for sure. So um, you should know that. Everybody should know that before anybody preaches to you, uh, they've had would have had to preach to themselves. So this was for me before it was for any of you. So uh, before any of y'all got checked, I got checked. So. <laughs> um, praise God. All right. Anybody else have any questions or any comments? Good morning. morning. It's Prashanda. I loved your declaration this morning. I missed the beginning of the call, unfortunately. But when I was on the call and I started listening, I just wanted to holler, glory! <laughs> <laughs> but in a much uh, more powerful way, I love that you taught about the 
just, um, I think I have been in that season of hearing that also. And just the idea of I could hear God say to me a couple of years ago, I was going around the same circle saying the same thing about, God, aren't you going to deal with this? I'm tired of dealing with this thing over and over. And then I was reading the story. Um, I don't know if it was the same one you were reaching because I, I mean, I didn't hear the whole thing. But when he said, um, well, thou be made whole. And I heard, Krishanda, do you want to really be made whole? Do you really want to be healed? And so he needed to deal with it versus all the stuff I was talking about that wasn't really the issue. And I was like, yeah, God, I want to be, be healed. I want to be healed. Which meant he had to deal with the rich, which meant we're going through the process of digging all that stuff up and pulling it out. And so praise God for you. I enjoyed your declaration. God bless. Mm. I'm back on mute. God bless you. God bless you. Um, yeah, I really believe that. And then that, that verse that you referenced, I actually almost used that story. Um, or added that story into today's message, but I really wanted to keep it fairly simple, not jump back and forth. Um, but um, uh, I almost use that, 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 that you may be to hold. Uh, and I really believe that God's going to make people whole in this season. Uh, that, that This is not a, a plague of sorts, but this is really a way of God trying to get us quiet enough to make us whole enough uh, for the next season. So uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, praise God. Any anybody else have any questions or any Yeah, comments? I'm gonna jump in for for the women. Cause this is, brother? How you doing, brother? Yeah. I'm good. How are you? All right, man. Man of God, man, you really uh blessed us today. Uh, I, I agree with Dion. Uh uh something about having a wife. A man who finds a wife finds a good thing. So uh mm-hmm. I'm 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 down with her on that. Um uh, I just want to say something in, in what Krishanda just said just kind of um, kind of goes in, 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 in part what I said. That last part you talked about when you talked about the, uh, the, uh, the man at the gate. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking about how you said every day he went there, every day he had to pay somebody to be there. And I was just like, how many times are, uh, uh, it just spoke to me about the consistency of being in position to be blessed. Mm-hmm. How many times, you know, maybe we, 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 we you know, we're in position, I'm positioned, Lord, I, I'm when the blessed Lord, but are we consistent enough to, to, you know, be there a hundred days instead of just 99? Because okay. if, if, if we're in position, God is already bringing our blessing in, in his time, in the fullness of time and the perfection of this time. Now, maybe in that first, that day that um, um, Peter and them wasn't there, what if that day was the day he said, you know what? I'm tired of this. Lord, you ain't blessed me or nothing. I'm not going to the temple. I'm not going yeah. to the gate. So it yeah. just spoke to me about that. You know what I'm saying? God wants to bless us. He wants this new normal, but we have to be consistent in our just going there and being and waiting for God, being positioned, doing the things that we have to do every day, just the normal things so that God can uh, uh, bless us. So that just spoke to me, but it was a whole lot of stuff, but that just really kind of spoke out to me. We're very, very mm-hmm. proud. And thanks. You represented us today, man. God bless you, Tony. <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. Um, thank you so much for that. Yeah, that's, that's important. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. 
I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're okay. No, you're okay. Go ahead. Okay. Just wanted to um, thank you for your declaration on this morning and agree mm -hmm. with that marriage is a partnership and a special blessing with a cherry on top. So mm -hmm. thank you and congratulations. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. I I can give her all the props that you're giving her uh, this morning. So uh, I'm gonna for sure tell her as soon as she wakes up. I'll, <laughs> I'll let I'll let her know all the kind things you guys are saying about her. So yeah. uh, I try one day I'm gonna I'm gonna speak this into existence. One day I'm gonna have her on the call with me, and she's gonna help me preach one morning. Well, you know, we got that's, marriage. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> got marriage matters on, on, on Mondays, man. So listen, I need to I need to hit hit you up, man, and and, and fix you a spot where you can bless the married couples. Just putting that oh, out. Man. In real in real life. On a on a millennial yeah. spin. That's so what's up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. I I I never try to to speak on something I don't know, and marriage is still something I'm still trying to. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty new at this, but I would be uh, I would be honored to to do whatever I can. Um, praise God. All right. Any anybody else have any uh, questions? Good morning. Any this, comments? Good morning. This is Tanya. Awesome declaration. It was great. I just think about when you said uh, the lifestyle. That was um, all the shelves being empty and just that the, how God will exceed our expectation, put the soup on our natural. Just thank you for that. It was great. The whole declaration was amazing. And congratulations on your marriage. Have a great, great marriage. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, does anybody else have any uh, any questions, any um, comments about this morning, any prayer requests? Listen, honey, I'm sure people are trying to pick their chin up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, Karina is a monster, honey. I, that's my little friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my little baby. She has gotten fully adopted, honey. She has gotten the whole benefits of familia. You hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. Listen, don't everybody be so silent. Come on, come on out and talk. <laughs> Look, my, my mama, my mama has. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, okay. I can't say nothing. I couldn't reach my phone from under the bed, so I'm I'm sorry. Thank you, Tony. Great declaration. Right. I, after I'll he threw it. it. <laughs> I dropped it after he punched me in my stomach. So that part. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah, my my intention is never to to hit you over the head if I speak or I preach. It's never my delivery. Um, uh, and, and, you know, so don't don't blame the messenger. It was completely from God, obviously. But um, sometimes we need the the message needs to be a little heavy uh, to get through. So uh, I appreciate that. Um, that was some meat. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh 
All right. Thank you so much for that. Uh, anybody else have any 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 questions and comments about this morning? Good morning, Go uh, brother. Go ahead. I'll let them. I'll let the man go. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Um, good morning, Brother Sandoval. Um, this is Sister Priscilla. I just want to say, first of all, this is the first time I've taken like four pages of notes. I couldn't stop writing. It was so intense. It wasn't just a piece of steak for me. It was a, you know how uh, Fred Stonestone used to have a brontosaurus and all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember that. So, you know, for me, <laughs> um, when you said we ask, uh, God is willing to, we're asking for, we should be asking for healing and not a handout, and we don't know how to ask for that. Mm-hmm. And so we're asking for the wrong thing. But definitely mm-hmm. at this time in this season, this is surgery. This is, uh, it's just, it was really intense for me, but it was right on. But this is the reason why I can't miss declare victory. You're the reason yeah. why you're, you know, right now. And, and I recognize that he has a steal to get us to where we want to. I'm that person that's going to church all the time, doing the right things, looking the right way, but getting the scraps um, from the from the table and everybody else seems to be dining. I'm not saying they are, but it appears to be they're dining. And you're just happy to get the scraps and the crumbs from the master's table and running off, but always coming mm-hmm. back, getting more scraps and crumbs. So, um, but desperately desiring to get where God wants you to get to and knowing that you're asking the wrong questions, knowing mm-hmm. that something's missing, you know, but you're not quite, you're just like, you're not quite, figuring out how to do how to get there. So now you land and God leads you because he recognizes your intense desire. Um and that's the God that we serve to get to the declare victory line. So you can get around those and, and it's tough because now you gotta be transparent, you gotta be open, you gotta show your weaknesses. So that's where it comes to where you say challenge over comfort. Amen. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's where the stage that I'm at, asking for um, the healing versus the handout. Past that, don't want that handout anymore, want the healing. But now you're at the challenge over the comfort. And then um, so you just hit so many points for me. Um, that's why my hand could not stop writing. And hopefully I'll be able to read my notes, but I mean – like Dion said, wow, amazing. God incredibly used you and your wife. You know, um, yeah, that's just amazing. And I love the, the, when you went and got the Lysol and it mm. was a concentrated <laughs> bottle because God, isn't that yeah. God exceedingly abundantly above all you can ever ask or think? I mean, isn't that him? Okay, who even yeah. knew Lysol had a concentrated bottle? I didn't know that. So <laughs> I didn't know I was thinking. <laughs> you know, he's like, quit running back and forth to the store to get this for a couple of months or a couple of weeks. Whatever your deal is, here, sit down. I need you to be still. Here it is, okay? And then he yeah. hid it where no one else could see it but you. It was sitting there waiting for you to. Um, yeah. So it was just amazing to me. Um, and thank you so much for spending the time and giving us just a full plate 
I'm not saying it happens all the time on the Claire Victory line. It really does. Um, just a full plate of uh, food for us and direction, again, mapping the course of where to get to and how to get to, to get to what God wants for us at this season and time. So I appreciate you very, very much. Mm. Thank you for that. Thank you for taking notes, by the way. Nothing makes a, a preacher feel better than someone taking notes. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that for sure. Um, I mean, for me, thanks. I don't see how you can't. I mean, now I'm under clear victory. I have to have it right next to me first thing in the morning. I don't see how you can not to on this line for me. I mean, but that's just the way it is for me. Everybody's, you know, on their own uh, walk with the Lord. But, yeah, you're welcome. Mm. I appreciate that. Yeah. And if, if anybody ever needs my notes, um, I, I'm pretty thorough about the way I write um, I write sermons. So if you guys ever need them, I can always share my notes with you um, if you'd like. So, uh, so sometimes they don't make as much sense to another reader as they do me, but they'll at least have some, some guidance in there for you. Um, but if you guys ever need them, I can always share them too. So. Uh, thank you so much, sister. I appreciate it. God bless your notes. <laughs> I hope you can read them, and I, I hope you get more of that later on. Um, praise God. Uh, okay. Anybody else have any any questions? Any any comments about this morning? I think uh, Jess G was about to say something. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah. Um. I want to say. Um. I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. But um. Yeah. This confirmation. One of some things that I've been talking with uh, quite a few people. I um, there is a spot that I'm not too far from where I live that we call it Hole, and down in the hole, I, I see guys coming in and out, and at any given time, I'm witness to them, or if I see any of them walking, I'll go in and say, "Look, you need a ride," and while we're riding, that gives me a chance to share words with them or just see where they're at in life and see, okay, well, what guys think about that, and open that all um, form that platform with them. And a couple of guys in particular I was talking to yesterday was along the same lines where one of them, his truck had broke down, and I took him to get some spark plugs to uh, get his car started back up. And while we were riding, he was talking, man, I'm open. I pray this thing, go ahead and start up. And I'm starting thinking to myself, well, here's the thing, it could start up, but is that all you're praying for? And he's like, what you mean? I said, well, God wants to do much more than just start your car. And then went on to, you know, a whole um, decoration with them. And it had me thinking, okay, you are here telling these people this, but at the same time, are you living this out in your own life? There's certain things that you've been praying for that I want to change, and you're not allowing me the space to change it because your prayers are limited to what you want, what you can see, what you're going through right now. So, yeah, this is kind of confirmation, and I just want to say I appreciate you with that. Mm. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. I would definitely uh I would definitely use that, man. It sounds like you've had it on your heart for a while. Yeah, it has been. And um if he's on, um Pastor Philip, I just wanna say thank you for the phone call last night. You talked to me talked for a little while last night and it kinda of, it really uplifted me, so I just wanna give him a shout out on that. I appreciate you, mm-hmm. bro. Come back on mute. All right. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Okay. Hey, Tony, real uh, quick. My my mother my yeah. mother has something to say. Mom, go ahead. 
Great morning to all of you. Declare victory. I guess you guys call yourself victors. I just wanted to say that I am just in awe at the level of um, ministry. You were amazing this morning, but I've been on this call for about three weeks, and I have just heard so much from you young people, the caliber of your study. I'm just amazed. And what I really heard from your message today was something the Lord gave me at the beginning of the year, and that was the word perspective. How we see God will determine everything else. And and I heard perspective. So keep up. Just stick with God. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you, Dion. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. yeah, thank you, man. That was that was awesome. <laughs> um, and does anybody else have any questions, any comments about this morning here? Praise God. Um, okay. Um, let me do this. One one thing I I didn't. Um, I didn't kind of expand on in the beginning was just about the whole story and the metaphor I used in the beginning about looking for, for Lysol and stuff. And, uh, I, I kind of skipped over it a little bit quickly, but, um, what I was trying to say was really that, that God's power is like the concentrate I found, right? Like God's power is exponentially better than what we're looking for usually. And that our prayers are so short-sighted right? Like, just help me get through this week. Just help me with this. Just help me with that. But that God's power is really in concentrate form. And it's always readily available. And now how God does not, doesn't, he listens to your short prayers where where you need this to get through the week and stuff like that. And God will come through and God will see that. But how God is itching to give you that concentrate power, that that's on the shelf too. That not only are the, the shorthanded and the short distance and the and, and the small things on the shelf but God has that concentrate power for you as well uh, so just something I kind of glossed over a little quickly in the beginning um, but uh, does anybody else have any questions or any comments about this morning I'm Pastor Sandoval this is Gloria and I just wanted hey, to um, hi just to tell you thank you for um, your study and for the delivery of the word that God had has has for us had for us, and I just appreciate it because um, I, it, it, look, I'm like Didi, I threw my phone, and so I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you know you know yes, just just being able to get checked, and I thank God for it. So God bless you. God bless you too. Yeah, don't don't throw your phones unless you got a case on there. So <laughs> just. I'm not. Well, I don't want to be done. I threw it on the bed. I threw it on the bed. Right okay. on the bed. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't want to be getting messages about how I owe people phones now because I. <laughs> well, uh, praise God. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Is there anybody else who has any any questions or any comments about this morning? Okay. All right, I'll, I'll open it up just one more time here. Uh, but is there anyone else who has any questions or any comments here for this morning? 
Okay. All right. Praise God. If we don't have any more questions, if we don't have any comments here, uh, I will go ahead and close the call. Uh, and I'll pray here for you guys and send you send you with a blessing here. But God, just thank you so much, God. Thank you so much because you are speaking loud and clear, God. Um, especially, especially in times like these, Father Lord, that that you are offering your concentrate power, God. That you are offering your 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 power that is exponentially better than the things that we're asking for, God. Lord, exponentially more powerful. Father, Lord, that you see our need, Father, Lord, that you see what we really need, Father, Lord, not what we think we need, but what we really need, Father, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you protect us in this time. I pray that you change our expectations of you in this time, God. I pray that you give us a new spiritual normal, Father, Lord, that we start to see you for the God that you are, the God of concentrate, the guy, the God of exponentially better than what we ask for, Father Lord. I pray that you take us, that you protect us, that you surround us with a hedge of protection over ourselves, over our marriages, over our family, over our friends, over our pastors and our leaders, over our political leaders, over each and every single medical professional, Father Lord, that is out there that is risking their health each and every single day to take care of our health, Father Lord. I pray that you take care of us. I pray that you guide us. I pray that you speak to us loud and clear, Father God. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your morning. Be safe out there. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless Thank you. Have a blessed, beautiful day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too, Yvonne. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Oh, we love you guys.